Hello, and thank you for listening to Ritual of Practice podcast. Today, I'm hopping on to offer a mini-sode, and the topic is ritual. So I was reflecting this morning on my writing practice, something that I'm definitely still in the process of developing. I've been writing more of a journal or free writing practice for many years called Morning Pages. Some of you may be familiar with it. I learned it from Julia Cameron, who wrote The Artist's Way. So that is well-developed. It actually feels quite odd and off to not do my Morning Pages at this point. But the practice of writing itself, sitting down with an intention of something that I would share, because I definitely do not share my morning pages, uh, but writing something that I may offer you know, to others to read is an entire practice altogether. And so I joined with um, some members of my writing group this month, a November challenge. It's actually a, a fiction writing challenge, and I'm not using it in that way. I'm not writing fiction. I'm writing nonfiction but used the the challenge as inspiration to play with my practice and the rituals surrounding my writing practice. So I've noticed that things that support me in this, little details of the ritual that have supported my practice are, I like to set a timer. Something about the timer supports me in creating a boundary or a container in which to stay seated. There's like a little mind trick for me that if I... I know that it's only a certain amount of time. I actually, I'm using 60 minutes uh, because I timed myself early on to see how long it took me on average to to achieve my word count. So it took me a little less than 60 minutes or about 60 minutes. So I set a timer for 60 minutes and then I like to burn some sage. Uh, There's something in that 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 feels supportive of kind of clearing the energy to set the intention to sit and write. And then the kind of the one I think is funny, but also kind of the most fun is I like to have multiple beverages. So ideally three, although today I only had two, I had a cup of tea and a sparkling water. I, I usually try to have three. There's something about that. And, and when I reflect on it, it goes back to when my dad was in a long-term care facility shortly before he died. And I would, I was, I was spending time with him there and Each day I would show up and he loved to have multiple beverages. And I don't remember what the third one is, but I remember two of them. And I would walk down to the cafeteria to get each. There was an orange soda, so an orange soda, and he wanted lots of ice. And so I would get him an orange soda and then coffee. And the coffee was... Kind of what I remember uh, coffee to be from the very first time that my dad offered me a sip of his coffee when we were going through the drive-thru at McDonald's, which was burnt water. That was my my young self's <laughs> experience of coffee. That is not the case anymore. I, I drink my coffee very dark and it is full of flavor and not so much burnt water. But the, the coffee at this particular um, hospital or long-term care facility in their cafeteria, I, I drank a lot of it. And I think burnt water is is a good reflection of what that was. And then you can just imagine the drinking it from the styrofoam cup and just how that shifts the experience versus drinking it from a ceramic mug, or at least it shifts my experience. So I invite you to consider a practice that 
maybe isn't established for you yet, um, but there's a desire to establish its practice and how you might create some rituals surrounding it. So, you know, just a very different offering real quick is I also have a hard time. I traditionally have had a hard time going to the gym. I don't want to put that energy out there that it is hard. I am, I am attempting to shift that, but I have a couple of rituals surrounding that. And one of them is my headphones. So my headphones, there's something exciting about the idea of listening to fun music while I lift weights that helps um, me get inspired to go. I've read that some people will set their clothes out the night before if they're going to go first thing in the morning. So yeah, you might just play with ideas about, or I invite you to play with ideas that can support you in whatever it is that you are desiring to practice more of in your life. How can you create some ritual surrounding that that will support your journey in establishing the practice because at a certain point something shifts and you know you don't know quite when that is going to be but there's there's something that shifts and and then you you just do it you just show up it's just part of your experience so uh, it's the practice feeds itself. That's what I want to say. And that's when it gets light and fun. And when you don't have to put so much thought in it, you, there's something you've has shifted in your brain has shifted in, um, yeah, the chemical makeup of the activity that makes it just easier, more accessible, um, where you don't have to think about it. So thank you so much for listening to the ritual of practice podcast. I appreciate you listening. And I also appreciate you sharing this podcast with folks you love.